KTRS. You know, it's interesting. Ben Fred joined us to talk a little sports. Good morning, Ben Fred. Hey, good morning, McGraw. How's it going? I'll tell you what's going. Um, first of all, uh, at the beginning of the year, there are some people saying that Eli Drinkwitz was on the hot seat. And now at the end of the season, they're all worried that his name might be popping up on the short list to take over for Nick Saban. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, I think a little bit is being overmade of Eli Drinkwitz, people wanting him fired this off season, this past off season, I think most people agreed that it was a very big year in year four for Eli and that it was the kind of season that could kind of either prove that he's the guy or not. Um, I, I never got the sense as it was, it was repeated on multiple TV broadcasts throughout the season as Missouri's season got better and better that, you know, people were looking to tar and feather Eli Drinkwitz um, before the season started. That was, that was not my read on it. And, I think it was a little bit overblown. However, it is right that he was kind of in prove-it mode and needed to be in year four, and he did. And he won 11 games and got a big extension and, and won a Cotton Bowl. So I think people are very confident that he needs to be Mizzou's coach for years to come. And now we hear, oh, by the way, Nick Saban is retiring, so who does Alabama go get? Look, McGraw, I think Eli Drinkwitz could wind up being a name that Alabama could say, hey, what what about thinking about this guy? I don't think he's the top name on their list. Um, I, I think that, that he could be a name that pops up if four or five coaches tell him no thanks, um, and then and then they have to go to other other options. And that's not a knock on Eli. He just hasn't quite done it long enough um, at a high enough level yet for Alabama to be like, that's the guy, number one, go get him. It would be a very forward-looking hire, and it's the kind of hire Mizzou made, but I don't know if that's the kind of hire you make to try to replace the greatest football coach of all time. Dan Lanning has won at a high level at Oregon. He turned him down. Um, There's rumors that uh, Washington's coach could be in the mix after a playoff run. So we'll see how many people say no thanks, and they might continue to because who wants that job of trying to replace the greatest of all time? Usually that doesn't go very well. All right. Well, first of all, stop saying he's the greatest of all time. He's not. No, not he even. Cl- not even close. Not even. <laughs> no. No. What's your argument? Tom Osborne. McGraw, you can't look at what he did at Alabama over the course of how many times the game changed drastically. Um, I mean, we're talking about a coach who saw the conference change, who saw the playoff format change, who saw players getting paid for NIL change, you saw the transfer portal change, um, and and still just continue to be dominant. Yeah, this is the first um, time I mean, Alabama players were getting paid. I, for, 17, argue, 17 forget, years. Forget, and, forget. And, and, ended, and, ended, and, and went out on a run of 12 years in which he didn't win fewer than 11 games. Forgetting, national forgetting who's the best. That's for another day, uh, another time. <laughs> we don't have well, enough I think time. you're a little biased. Uh, totally, totally, totally biased. I, I admit it, but but I uh, in a in a sports talk format, we can have this a uh, discussion: Nick Saban versus Tom Osborne um, or Barry Switzer, and um, we we will we'll go toe to toe with that. But what? Where does Alabama go from here? You have the Sarkeesians, you've got the Lane Kiffins. Yep. Um, 
wherever they go, USC, Texas, Texas and USC has the money to say not so fast. So where does Alabama go? Do they go with a Bill O'Brien who was their uh, offensive coordinator? What happens next? I would not hire someone who has been in the NFL for very long. I think that it's really hard to go from the NFL to college right now because of how crazy the college game is with the portal and with NIL. Um, part of the reason Saban is retiring is the job has just become all-encompassing, and he was he was worn out. He said as much. So I would want someone who's familiar with this current state of college football. I I would go. I would seriously make a run at Lane Kiffin. Um, he studied under Saban as the offensive coordinator. He is immune to the kind of pressure that it takes. He's been in those big jobs. He's succeeded in in them. He's failed in them. He's matured, and he's got the personality of the kind of of the kind of coach who can step into Nick Saban's shadow and feel confident that he can he can make a make his own mark. Um, I would I would struggle probably with somebody who hasn't been a head coach before. Um, there's talk maybe they'll promote their offensive coordinator. I, I probably wouldn't do that. I, I would want somebody who can who can is a little more comfortable in the spotlight. It's an incredibly pressure-packed job. And I guess it's good and bad that Nick Saban says he's going to be sticking around. Um, in some ways, that's good. You can go to him to advice for advice. In some ways, that's bad because every time you lose a game, which he rarely did, people are going to say, well, why can't Nick just come back? <laughs> he's talking about keeping an office in the football facility. Um, that's great, except for – players are still going to go talk to him and, and he's still going to be kind of around and how does that not lead to him wanting to have his fingerprints all over things that he did for nearly two decades so it's a it's a thorny job it's going to pay incredibly well i would look for somebody who's proven who's very confident who's willing to change things to their own liking a little bit and who is is not going to melt in in the pressure cooker that is alabama football and that's those are a lot of big boxes to try to check uh, where is uh, Monty Kiffin, his uh, father, and Lane Kiffin? Where are they from? Well, Lane is—I uh, don't know where Lane was. was Lane, I don't know where Lane originated. Um, he's been everywhere. He's at Ole Miss now. Yeah, no. Where was he um, born? Where was he born? Well, Lincoln, Nebraska. Born in Lincoln. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. should have guessed. Where was Where was his father born? Lexington, <laughs> Nebraska. Okay. Are you seeing a pattern here? Are we seeing a pattern Wait, here? Are you, are you claiming that that Lane is playing the long game to lead Nebraska football? No, 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 no. I, no, okay. I'm saying that Tom Osborne's tentacles run long. That's what I'm saying. Um, oh, okay. okay, but 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 Lane, wasn't 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 Lane Kiffin the son sort of thrown out of Tennessee or USC oh, yeah. or one I mean, of them? He's, and he's he's been he was fired on the tarmac at USC. He left Tennessee in the middle of the night to take the USC job. And he was kind of for a long time the pretty boy of the failed pretty boy of college football coaching. And part of what got his career back on track was being a, an assistant under Nick Saban. He had a long run of kind of rehabilitating coaches on his staff. Lane went from there to FAU, had a great run at FAU, and has now been doing a great job at Ole Miss. Um, high level, kind of star power. Kills the transfer portal in the best of ways. Um, you know, I think I think he could handle it, and I think he's probably matured to the point where now he's actually ready for a job of that magnitude. Doesn't mean he would go, and Ole Miss would try to, you know, compete. But few teams financially can compete with Alabama 
if they want your guy. So by the um, way, I the, would look there. The, I would the probably text, make him my. I would probably make him my number one. Honestly, the text line is exploding over the argument: Nick Saban versus Tom Osborne. Just just to let you know, um, who's it supporting? Are all of your Nebraska the, listeners? They're like, all over the place. In? They're all over the. They hate Nebraska. Tom Osborne. I love Nebraska. <laughs> Nick Saban's the greatest. No, you're an idiot. <laughs> what is Ben one saying? Of the guys, hey, I'll say this. Maybe we can agree on this. One of the coaches in this discussion who never gets enough credit but should get more because of the absolute nothing that he started with is Bill Snyder. Um, I mean, yeah. Kansas State was yeah. nothing yeah. when he well, got that's, that job. That's why you can't – right, that's power. why I don't think the number of national championships de- determines how good you are, um, right? I mean, that's just because you didn't win a national championship doesn't mean you're not a great football coach and or the greatest of all time, which is ridiculous – to, to begin with anyway, right? Because how do you determine it? But uh, here, here's something else, though. I thought I, Tom Osborne was the greatest of all time. I he was. was he was. It's, well, the argument is who's second. <laughs> and that, and, that, and that's, that's, that's so complicated to figure out. Uh, but in all seriousness, and I, I believe this as true as I'm sitting right here, you never want to be the man to replace the man. And being, right. taking over for Nick Saban is going to come with all sorts of problems. I would rather be the man who replaces the man who replaced the man. Absolutely. Yeah, give me the job the next time it comes open. Um, ask Mike Matheny about that. Right. Um, replacing Tony LaRusso. Ask Wilson Contreras last year replacing Yadier Molina. I've seen it at Tennessee women's basketball when Holly Warlick tried to fill the shoes of Pat Summit. It is enti- in some ways at Mizzou when Barry Odom got the internal promotion to take over after Gary Pinkle retired. Right. I mean, it is right. Ask Joel Myers hard. about it. Yeah. Everybody just says, well, why you're not that guy? Well, yeah, they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. I'm not. Right. So, exactly. So now what? Right. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, it's brutally hard. So I, I think in some ways, if you're Dan Lanning, like you probably, that probably makes your decision, right? You look around and go, okay, I got a good thing going at Oregon or, and I can give it all up to, be the guy who's not Nick Saban. I mean, these coaches are smart, and and they kind of they know how to read a room. It's going to be hard to get the same relationship with boosters, with recruits that with your current roster that that Nick Saban had. So it's got to be somebody who's the good thing for Alabama in their shirts. Their search is that college football coaches they're all different, but one thing they many of them share is a is a startling lack startling presence of overconfidence. Very few think I might fail there. They think no, I'll do it, and and that will help them because because these guys don't have too much doubt in their minds. I don't think. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Ben Fred, St. Louis Post Dispatch columnist. We could go on and on, but it is Friday, and I got to move on. Who's your Who's well, your sponsor? Thanks, McGraw, and a good discussion as always. I want to tell <laughs> folks about Sunday Best. Um, they have a really really creative, tasty spin on chicken and waffles, and now it's for a good cause. They're teaming up with the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. So if you go down there um, in January and get an order or get it delivered, they'll donate part of the proceeds. You can check them out at sundaybestchicken.com and, or set your date for uh, February 14th for Valentine's Day. They're open. You can take your wife and go get some fried chicken. It's a win-win. Ben, Fred, always fun chatting with you, and we'll school you and explain to you why Tom Osborne's the best coach of all time a little bit later on. Have yourself a good weekend. Here we go. Go Big Red. All right, there you go. 748 here, Big 550 KTRS.